Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready hey to everyone. Flamingo with We are the Swing Flamingos, and we are on episode 41. And I'm going to jump into this by saying, I was at a par- house party last night, and we were talking to several people, and someone mentioned that they are no longer hanging out at a lifestyle club just simply for the fact that it's the same people, same groups, and so they're like, we want to try something new. And like in our last episode, we were talking about the fishing holes. And so they took that as, hey, let's try house parties. Let's try a new group. So... We love it when we get feedback from you guys. Before we get too deep in this episode, did you see that dog last night? Dog last night? Yeah, the one that came in and shit in my mouth while I was asleep. <laughs> I'm so hoarse today. I don't know where my voice is. I may let you do this episode by yourself for a change, but I'm raspy. and yeah. It's not a good Kathleen Turner kind of raspy either. I... Whatever, you're just trying to change up your voice tone, see if you sound sexier. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> like somebody told me, I'm a cross between Forrest Gump and Sling Blade, so not, not a good sound. Yeah. Well, we, I don't want to say we want to apologize for being late on this episode because I don't feel guilty. No, I've had some personal things going on this last month and I just needed to take a mental break, I guess you could say. Well, why don't you take a second and just say what your mental break's been about? In February, I got some bad news that my childhood best friend had committed suicide and I knew he had been struggling for years. And so it really put me in a uh, spiral mentally and, you know, just really in a bad place. And so it took me a long time. It even took me a long time to even talk about it. I would say this this month we've had to change up some stuff. Yeah, we need to spend some time together just to making sure that I'm okay mentally because it has affected me so hard. And with that said, if you guys know of anyone that is struggling, please reach out, get them the help that they need. For sure. And the people that are affected by it, check on them because you don't realize how it affects them also. We don't necessarily have a platform on this show, but I think with my issues, that is one thing that we are very conscious of, especially the more problems I have, is mental health, not only of myself and you, but of others. So I like that you brought that fact up. Yeah. Kind of piggybacking off that, since last summer, you know, we've been spending a lot of time focusing on each other, trying to work through our problems. Um, I'm not going to deny that we didn't have problems, but that's one thing we've learned through our communication is when communication is accurate, we do move forward. And that was one of the facts that you brought up is, hey, we spend a little bit too much time and are a little bit too involved in the lifestyle and our play and our travel. So for me to keep your cup filled, for lack of better terms, and keep you happy, One thing we've been really doing lately is focusing on our own dates rather than pursuing other playmates. Well, we definitely needed that this last month because I think my headspace wasn't going to be on as much in the lifestyle setting. So we definitely needed to just focus on each other. There's probably a misconception that just because we are doing a swinger podcast or we are swingers that we're out there every weekend banging others or playing with others. And we kind of wanted to just bring that to the forefront this time you know it's with everything been going on as we mentioned last episode we caught a flu bug our potential play partners caught the same flu bug 
I had work travel. They had work travel. You had deaths in the family. It was five weeks that we didn't play with anybody. And we just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Maybe that makes us less of a swinger. Maybe it doesn't. But this is the real world we live in. We're not always gangbangs and wild parties. Well, and I, so we, we say we live this lifestyle. We live it. It's not just on the weekends we're swingers or we're this. We, this is our true life. Anyways, let's move on. Well, despite the fact we literally just said we're not been doing a lot, we have gone to a couple little, little events, nothing big, no big dates, but we, we do still get out on the occasional weeknight. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we say we're not doing stuff, but we're still doing stuff. Our, our version of not doing stuff and someone else's is totally different. It's all perspective. I know. And someone will be like, oh, where have you guys been? And I'm like, uh, we're not. We haven't been doing anything. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, maybe we have. We went to a house party. We went to a pool party. We went to a meet and greet. So. Went to a hotel takeover. Yeah. So our, our version of not doing anything in somebody else's is totally different. We did go up to Oklahoma City and see one of our good friends, Rob Little, perform. And I'm going to kick an old episode, but if you haven't ever listened to it, go back and find our episode with comedian Rob Little. It's freaking, it's, it's my favorite episode. I don't listen to many of these after we post them, if I ever listen to them at all. But I've actually listened to that one multiple times just because I remember what such good memories it was and how fucking fun it was to hang with him. And if you haven't listened to him, go when he's in your area, definitely show up. And I would even say if you can catch his Oklahoma City show, catch that one because he's so comfortable with all of us that he gets off his normal script and it's it's the best show ever. Well, you remember he had a local comedian lady opening up for him, and she's telling these jokes and making joke about gang bangs and all that. And, and trains. And yeah, running and a train on somebody, and everybody's like, yeah, that's just kind of a Tuesday night. So at one point, she catches one of our buddies that's you know kind of heckling her in there in the crowd. She's like, oh, are you on a date? And he's like, yeah. And he was like, is this your wife? And he's like, no, my wife is over there with that guy. And the lady's like, uh, she's like, oh, some kinky swinger stuff. And everybody's like, yeah, you know, 99% <laughs> of the crowd off. was swingers. Yeah. And I think she kind of got a little freaked after she was telling these train and gangbang jokes that she was in a swinger crowd. So then she kind of started cracking swinger jokes, but you could tell she was a little bit uncomfortable. It really threw her off and it was kind of funny. <laughs> so then Rob gets up there and he's like, what is this swinger stuff? Everybody's talking about We're like, yeah, you're on the fucking swinger cruise with us two months ago, jackass. So as you mentioned, we drove up from Dallas to Oklahoma City to catch his act as we normally do. And afterwards, we went out to some after parties around town with some friends. We went to a... I guess you have been to this club before with your ex-wife? No, ma'am. Oh, I thought you had. No. KB used to go to it when it was in the hotel we went to. So it's Groovies is the name of this. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think of Groovies, I'm telling you, this is the coolest bar in Oklahoma City. I wish there was one down here. It was 90s, kind of Miami Vice feel. Yeah, I'd say 90s or 80s. It had the pink and blue neons, the chandeliers. It it was really a neat club. Kind yeah. of kickback music as well, which we were all the you know, 45 to 50, other than you, uh, age group. So it was kind of our era of music. And what's interesting is there's no DJ. I guess people were picking the songs. I don't know, because the songs that were picked were very random songs. They weren't the most popular songs that you hear on like Throwback Thursday kind of deal. Yeah, it'd be like Aha, Take On Me and Bill Biv DeVoe and Flock of Seagulls, that kind of off-the-wall 80s, 90s stuff. Yeah. But for us old people, it brought back memories, though. <laughs> yeah, we all sat down in our group and we were talking about, oh, do you remember we used to go, you know, ride the car out to the pond or we used to go do this with this person? Like, it was just fun sitting there talking about some of the random stuff when the songs were playing what we were doing in our lives. 
so that was our little after party with probably six to ten people and we didn't go with the main group and suddenly I get a call from Rob Little he said hey we're here at Angles y'all need to come to this after party which if you're not from the area Angles is a very famous Oklahoma City gay bar so for everybody to end up there was kind of interesting not totally out of our wheelhouse but for the group that was there we're like yeah we'll go see what's happening and the same thing, some people were like, oh my gosh, I haven't been here in 10 years, 15 years. Look what they've done with the place. And of course, we walk in and I'm like, oh my goodness, this crowd is young. <laughs> so I'd never yeah. been in there, but it's actually a really fucking nice club on par with some of the Dallas clubs we go you, to. You really had never been there with your ex-wife? Yeah, sure. I went there and sucked a lot of dick in my spare time, babe. Come on. Well, no, I, I just... I, we, we never went there. She, I did go to the lesbian club with her when she started exploring that bit, but I never went to that one. Hmm. I just assumed that you guys would have hit up all those little bars and stuff when she was trying to adventure into her new lifestyle. We, we were kind of hermits. It was either strip club or nothing. So we, we lived a different life than you and I live. <laughs> so let me ask you a quick question. At this after party, how many people did you make out with? None. One, two, oh, Rut row. <laughs> were we supposed to be behaving there? <laughs> did you tell me how to behave at the gay bar? Did you tell me that one? You know, I have learned that when I say to behave at a vanilla bar, it just goes to the wayside because then I start acting like I did at a vanilla bar back in the day. And apparently I'm a little bit wilder at vanilla bars than what I remember. You act like you're the fucking church lady at a swinger club <laughs> and we go to a vanilla bar and it's like, Kim Kim, the crazy circus monkey. I'm like titties out, dancing with everyone. You even flipped me a few times. I was even dancing with someone that didn't speak any English. Do you remember that guy? I went up and he he had cookies and I started talking to him. <laughs> I probably shouldn't eat his cookies. <laughs> they they might have been loaded. That's what I'm thinking now. It's like, oh God. You're on Somali and that's <laughs> There's no telling. That's why your shirt was over your head. <laughs> so I know we like to talk about me being wild and crazy. What did you do there? Because I don't remember seeing you much. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. No news <laughs> is good news. I was having a good time. We were ready to party that night and again, spent the time and money to come up and got to see some friends that we haven't seen for a number of months and see some females that we haven't, I haven't seen in months that just kind of escalated from there. Okay. So the real question is, how many people did you make out with? Well, I didn't know that it was possible to actually make a scene in a club like that, but apparently I did. Mm -hmm. And you always blame it on me. So we've got a unicorn friend that was there and she and I were talking and we were kind of going through the conversation why she and I haven't hooked up yet and kind of going through those details. And she made the comment that she and I had never even really, that I hadn't given her a good kiss, which I know I had, I did at her birthday party, but she was blindfolded. So that may not count. So she and I started kissing and going back to last month's episode, I was getting a little bit of a OTPHJ or over the pants hand job. <laughs> Let's it, just say it because I can't think of how yeah, to. I was getting a handy, I was getting a handy over my pants. Again, here we are in the middle of this uh, gay dance floor, and it was getting a little too hot and heavy for me, I'll be honest. I wasn't wanting to party that hard, so I kind of turned her around and was kissing her neck from behind, and I put my I put my arm around the front side of her, around her neck, and she basically just settled herself into a chokehold, so I'm kissing on her neck and kind of choking her and have a hand around her waist, and I guess kind of when my senses came back to me, I kind of looked over, and there was this group of two or three gay boys kind of standing there with their eyes just wide. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, all right, pay attention, gay boys. I'm fixing to show you how babies are really made. I was like, oh, fuck, I need to, I need to tone it down just a little. Number one, they weren't sure about it. it's older people in there. And then they, then you're going into some other stuff. They're like, wait. It's like old folks gone wild at the gay club tonight. 
Definitely angles that they hadn't seen before. <laughs> They're like, I didn't know people had sex like that. What the hell? That doesn't look right. Well, I didn't have my best judgment to Rob's show. I wore slacks, a sports coat, and a just a plain T-shirt that said morally flexible. So when I'm in this club and I've got this morally flexible shirt on, actually, if I didn't, if I held my arm just right, it said orally flexible. So I was like, wait, I need to, I need to puff my chest out. At one point, this guy came through and was like, oh my God, I love this shirt. And we were talking about different shirts. Yeah, he, he kept bringing back pictures all night he to you. He kept coming back and everybody's like, is Lee hitting on this guy? What's going on? Which, hey, that's fine if that's your bit. But he and I were just comparing, uh, you know, shirts that we had. I think that people don't realize that we're comfortable in the gay clubs and so I think that sometimes it throws people off how comfortable we are because people are people. We don't care. As long as we can have fun, it doesn't matter. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. So you can talk all you want. I don't give a shit. We'll talk about being in the old people in the club. I did get my ego stroked a little bit. So I was talking with some friends and the crowd was pretty dense in the area we were at. And I'm say they let in 18 and over because there's some. Yeah, that, it's an 18, 18 and older. older. Some that have wristbands. So there's some. You know, younger, attractive crowd. And as we're standing there, and I'm kind of at the front of our little group, this these two girls holding hands come through, and one of them kind of rubs up against me. And I kind of scooted back thinking, you know, she needed room. And as I scooted back, she scooted up against chest to chest on me and kind of started humping up and down. And I was like, you know, I was kind of caught off guard. And I'm like, okay, she's just trying to get through. So I took another step back. Well, then she turned around and put her ass against my crotch and started grinding <laughs> while she's holding her little girlfriend's hand. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on here? <laughs> so, babe, how, how's your math skills? Not very good. How many times does 50 go into 18? <laughs> Zero times. Zero? Why, is, why do you say that? Because <laughs> you know how I feel about younger ones. It, it's like that joke you see on the internet about old guys chasing young women. It's like dogs chasing cars. If the dog caught the car, it wouldn't know what the hell to do with it anyway. <laughs> That's probably the way this was. What's what's funny is our friends were like, God damn, Lee. They said, you got all, all of our wives gooning over you. Now you're trying to convert the lesbians in here too. I was like, hey, I felt pretty fucking good after that. I could have gone home and put on a little crown and strutted around. And with your shirt, you probably could have picked up a few others too. Picked up a queen for my crown. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yep. It's in the right neighborhood. Now, you did have an interesting conversation that night, though. Do you remember us talking about some of our friends that we had played with before? Yeah, so we've got a couple that we have played with before, and you've set me up on a separate uh, hookup with her at an event. She and I kind of reconnected and made out for a few minutes, and it got hot and heavy really fast, really quick. So I was talking to her, and she, she, her husband had brought up in the past that he would be fine with me taking her out on a hot wife date. And I brought that up to her, and she's like, oh, I'd like that very much. And I said, well, Kimmy trusts you because, again, Kimmy set me up a hookup with you. And I said, I'm going to discuss it with Kimmy if that's uh, okay to do. So you and I, as the party was winding down, we were still having a good time. And you were in a party mood. I think whiskey was making you frisky that night. Yep, it's one or the other. So you and I went actually went back to Groovy's because we had such a good time there. We went back <laughs> there by ourselves to just have a few drinks and people watch. And as I've mentioned before, we are trying new things, which to us that means a lot more communication. I brought that up to you that, hey, she... And I talked about having a possible hot wife date. And you said you were totally cool with that. So the next day I texted her husband and said, hey, Kimmy said she's fine with me taking your wife out on a date if you're still cool with it. So he comes back and says, yeah, I'm totally cool with it. And then he popped up again and said, how do you feel about me taking Kimmy out on a date? So I guess the uh, script is kind of flipping here. What's what's your thoughts on doing some solo dates or separate dates? Again, here we are changing our, changing our script. Yeah, I actually... I got asked out on a date last night, too, 
And I don't know how I feel about it yet because I don't know. It's I'm okay with you going on them. Like as long as the girl's pre-qualified. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but for me, I just haven't I haven't thought about it and I haven't I don't know. I just I'm I'm just wrapping my head around you going out on them yet and I don't know if I'm going to go out on them yet. I guess as a learning curve, you know, my first thought was like, well, you know, you've let me do these. I need to let you do that. But we also kind of say the lifestyle isn't always a one point, one point. Yeah, to, exactly. It's, it's, not, it's not always a back and forth. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever the comfort level of both sides equals out to. And it's not necessarily always a balance either. Well, and I do think I would be comfortable going out with both these guys. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't even entertain the option if it yeah. was a, and, and that's the other deal. We, we wouldn't entertain the option of a randos. But no. these are people we... Yeah, we trust them. And for me, I don't know. It, like, it's it's going to be a hard thought process for me because I am so... I don't want to say vanilla when I go out. Damn. But, you know, like, would I be vanilla with these guys out on a date? Or would I not? The one that asked me out last night, I'm not vanilla with him, with you in a vanilla setting anyways. So... I think that that would be a different scenario where I don't know. It's just, I just don't know where my head is on this yet. It's not a no, <laughs> but it's not a yes. And it's not a maybe it's, I'm trying to wrap my head around this thought process. I think that goes for both sides. Cause you know, I've got some thoughts on it that. And it took you a little bit to be able to go on a, you know, a single date with someone before. And I'm still not totally comfortable with it. We, Every every situation is different, and then you'll bring up, well, what about this girl? You know, she I'm not feeling the husband totally. Why don't you and her? And I'm like, oh, the, it again, growing pains. It goes back to this isn't how we started, but do we evolve and grow? And it's not necessarily if we don't grow into this that it's a bad thing. It's just what what is our comfort level, and what do we ultimately want to get out of it? Going back to what I said a minute ago, that that night you're drinking some whiskey, and whiskey makes you frisky. One thing about us. Since the pool party and over the last couple months, is I think our sex life has improved. It's something that I can tell you are putting more effort into and being a lot more aggressive on, which is nice. Yeah, I think sometimes um, when you are going out every weekend to fish for someone else to hook up with, sometimes your relationship gets lost a little bit. And so I think that over the last, what, six months or so, I kind of got lost where I felt like it was about who we were going out and trying to hook up with. And it wasn't necessarily about our sex life because we had good sex. We have good sex. This morning? Yeah, yeah. Just anything, you know, our sex chemistry is always good. But I think the effort was being, it was a different dynamic, I guess you could say, because it was more of we had to have sex because we were going to have sex with other people to make sure we were still having sex. Does that make sense? Like the emotion in it was a different emotion? You just brought up a really good fact that the sexual chemistry is good. It's just that our relationship chemistry isn't up to the same par as the sex. Yeah. Which I think probably both need to be equal. Yeah. And so that's one reason that we really talked about just changing up, kind of focusing on each other again, because we needed to do that a little bit. I don't know if listeners want to hear about a married couple just having sex with each other, but say we went back to the hotel after the after parties that night, after us having our little makeouts, whatever, you basically got naked, started throwing toys on the bed. I'm like, oh, this is where this is going at two in the morning. I'm down for it. I know. And I think you say that, but I feel like the listeners need to know that 
sex between you as a married couple or your partner still needs to be attended to in the lifestyle. I feel like you can lose the flame between you and your partner real easy in the lifestyle. And I think that's when people really change up dramatically how they play and they don't care what their spouse is doing because they lose that flame where if you want to keep it kindled, you've got to work through it and change up. And we all have our ups and downs. Which winding that thought out, we're pretty transparent. We have ups and downs. We've, yeah. we've had some hard ups and downs, but that's the other thing. We're still in the lifestyle. We're still communicating. We are improving as well as sometimes devolving every month. Even with that, we have been, like we said, doubling back on some dates and stuff with people. And I feel like we're taking our time with the dates where it's not like a, we have it planned out every weekend, but we are kind of doing some doubling back on some of the dates and more relaxed dates, I guess you could say. I might not shave for every date we go on. <laughs> so if you like them, Harry, um, just let us know in advance and we'll take care of that. <laughs> well, with that, we had a couple that's local that actually kind of listened to the show. And we've, I think she and I and he and I a little bit have chatted on Messenger, but we've been interested in going out on a date with them. And it's, it's odd because it's one that you're not really involved with. I've showed you their pictures. He's super fit. She's super attractive. But I've told you, here's kind of what they're about. Now, we don't actively pursue listeners. I'm not saying we won't, but it's not, it's something we haven't really fished from. So that was a little bit of a change, but you know, I was showing you and reading you some of their posts on Facebook, their ideas and values literally line up side to side from ours. So if, if there's a connection, you know, they're attractive, uh, they have the same values of us from what we can tell. If there's a connection, I think it's a go. Now we have tried a couple times to hook up with them and every time they invite us, we're out of town. And I threw out an option to them the other day to meet up with us, and she was out of town. So it's one of those things that the stars just don't seem to be aligning with this couple yet. Hey, but you never know. If it does, we could have fun play partners, or we could just have a good friendship. It doesn't matter. Or new people just to hang out with. Going back to what you said, that we haven't necessarily felt the need to fish. Once they came back and said, we're not going to be able to make it, we just really didn't even move on to the next one. I think we're prioritizing who we're interested in and going after them. And if the stars don't align, we're not just keep throwing our bait out. If you're looking for the hookup, keep keep fishing. But right now we're in a spot where, hey, if, if it doesn't happen on the first try, you and I are going out to have great sex and going out to a nice bar. And that's what we end up doing. You and I had a great date night by ourselves. So for the PSA of the uh, podcast, if you're in the DFW area and you want to hang out with us, please let us know. <laughs> And here I'm saying we just don't use this as a marketing tool. Fuck it. Come fuck us. <laughs> I had to throw it out there. It was funny. It was perfect timing. So let's talk about something random that we did that's kind of out of the ordinary. My coworkers were going out to the stockyards and I called you for the Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm door dick or door dash or dick dash, whatever you want to call it. Drive dick. I'll take that too. I was trying to. You wouldn't let me. And your coworker, no, who's twenty two? So help me with my math. How many times is fifty going to twenty two? No. Is that another zero? That is still another zero. Damn. All right. Well, go on. Yeah. So we went out to the stockyards with the twenty two year old knows we do a podcast. So hello, I know you do listen, even though you say you don't. <laughs> and then my boss does not know we are in the lifestyle because your boss is batshit crazy and she would out you to everybody. She is very one of those that will out you to everything. Let me put it that way. And it's always about her. So we did have a good time. We had fun. 
they got to see me in a different light because I'm very conservative at my work. I cover my boobs, my hair's down. Those of you that have seen me lately know I've been growing my sides out, even my shaved hair. So because of this job, but that weekend I said, fuck it, shaved off a little bit of my hair, threw my hair up, wore no bra, because you know what happens. (laughs) You were in full hoochie mode when we went down there. Vanilla bar, I told you. Another reason why I didn't let you go out to vanilla bar by yourself. (laughs) And yes, my boobs did come out that night. I was good in the first two bars. Which was interesting because, again, one of them knew what we do and the other didn't. So one of the bars, you asked me, you said, can I go dance with that guy? I'm like, fuck yeah, have at it. And the girl that knew, she was kind of like, oh, this is what y'all do. And the other one's kind of like, Kim's dancing with another guy while her husband's right there. Yeah, I mean, I would do that even, I don't know, for me, it wasn't that big of a deal because I he was a good dancer and I wanted to go swing line, or not line dance, but go swing dance with him. You mentioned he was a little freaked out that you were with a husband and you're <laughs> like, it, it's fine, he's cool with it. It's just a dance. So we're not, I'm not going off to give you a handy and we're not getting married, so it's just a fucking dance. Well, he had a ring on and he said okay to me dancing with him. And then when I said, oh, that's my husband right there, he was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, Really? I think vanilla people could learn some lessons from the swinger people on that. Just chilling the fuck out. There's no need for stupidity. I wasn't asking to give him the over-the-pants hand job thing. OTPHJ. <laughs> God damn. That seems to be a recurring theme now that we've brought it up. I know, right? Well, you being in full-on uh, hoochie mode. Again, this was a country bar, small dance floor. Uh, had a live band going, so it was couples. At once, you at one point, you got out there in the corner and started dancing by yourself. And all the other girls, you could tell, were like, hey, there's a girl dancing by herself. So, And then you were dragging girls in from the crowd. And all at once, there was the whole train of uh, you and about 20 <laughs> girls in one corner. And you know, the rest of the guys were like, oh, this is badass. The girls are up there working it. Yeah. And my boss, she was just shocked. She was just like, I, I can't believe you were out there and you were a lot of fun. You were completely different than I thought. And I was like, because you never take the time to even realize I am fun. Of course, I try to act like an old lady conservative at work. Along that lines, the first time we went out with my boss in New Orleans, and we were talking to a a younger guy there, and he said, can I dance with your wife? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You know, my boss kind of looked at us, you know, it was giving me the look, is is that cool with you? I'm like, yeah, they're, they're not fucking, you know, it's just a dance, calm down. I think that also goes back to, we, I don't want to say we grew up in country bars, but we know it's just a dance is a dance. We do now. Uh, yeah. That, that wouldn't have flown with me 20 years ago when we first got together. That I would have taken that as an insult. But again, we grow and change. Yep. Now let's talk about some fun for the night. Like we said, my coworker that's 22 knows we're in the lifestyle, but I do not talk about details with her. But my boss does not. And we did run into some lifestyle friends there. So we caught them. We're like, we're with a vanilla boss, so we have to keep it cool. Now, one of the guys in the group uh, recently divorced he was taking an interest to your boss. I could tell he's kind of flirting with her, which we'd have probably preferred him flirt with the other one. But we just kind of played it out. Hey, here's an introduction and went from there. Well, later that night after he left, he messaged me and he was like, I was really thinking about uh, asking Kimmy's boss out. And I kind of came back. I'm like, uh, one, we don't want her in our circle of lifestyle. Two, she's batshit fucking crazy. We just she's, don't want yeah, to sadly Yeah, she's going that. through a divorce and is all over the place. It is horrible. <laughs> It was one of those deals like, hey, I'd like to hook a brother up, but we we don't want her in our circle. We could hook hook him up with the younger one. <laughs> we could hook him up with a ton of people. It's just, it's not her. Yeah. Sorry, Charlie. Well, me trying to keep your cup full, for lack of better terms, and be a better husband and work on the things I need to, 
dancing is a big deal to you and always has been. Yep. I, I enjoy it. I just suck at it, but I've been sucking up my pride and trying to dance with you. Again, you make me look better regardless what we do. But I, well, when we were dating, we danced more than what we have been lately. I'll just say I've got Alzheimer's and forgetting a lot of it, so we need dance lessons. And if I'm going to be out there, again, I want to be the best at what I fucking do. So. Well, and I think for years you used to just farm the dancing out to other people. You'd be like, oh, go dance with that guy. And now you're like, oh, maybe I do want to dance with yeah, you. I, I do I do, I do, enjoy it, but I, I'm self-conscious because I don't feel I'm good enough at it. And some of these people, the stockyards are fucking badass. They should be on Dancing with the Stars. So I, I, I want to elevate my game. That's it. I want the confidence to, to do it. We're kind of like learning to talk to people. I can get out there and do it at the drop of a hat. So we're doing dance lessons soon. Okay, so More you guys follow. all heard it. We're doing dance lessons. Hold him accountable. Ask him online. Did you sign up for dance lessons? There you go. Ooh, let's talk about that hotel takeover that we went to. Wait, I thought we weren't doing lifestyle stuff this month. What is all these lifestyle events? I know. Like I said, we've slowed down. It's all a matter of perspective. I mean, at one point we were doing like three events a day, let's be honest. It felt like it. Yeah, the hotel takeover was pretty good this time. Ooh, the theme was amazing. It was a carnival theme. Which was new to us. We haven't tried it and... We got a little crazy on our costumes. So this time, for costumes, we decided to do Sexy Line and Strongman. But once again, kind of like our Halloween costumes, we flipped the script a little bit. I did the Sexy Line, and you did the Strongman. Now, everyone wanted you to do the Bearded Lady. But here's the deal. I cross-dress enough as it is. Now, you need to be careful saying you cross-dress. Wait, what do you mean? Because it sounds like you're out there on Oak Long cross-dressing. Cross-dress in costumes for themed parties. Well, the other day when I went to Tractor Supply to pick up dog food, I was wearing a pink patent mini skirt and some high heels. Everybody was looking at me funny, but I thought it was just because I had on a lime green baby gap half shirt. Uh, Maybe maybe that was it. Oh, my goodness. You need to be careful saying you (laughs) cross-dress all the time because you don't actually cross-dress. I cross-dress at events. That seems to be the theme. I'll pick something. (laughs) Yeah. We like to push the envelope on a lot of our costumes. When we actually dress up, we go all out. But as you said, you went as a strong man, so the coolest part was your little handlebar mustache. Oh, I was fixing to say, um, the parts that you made, what what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, give me the mustache. It was cool. Although I have to say, you men, I I don't I don't envy you at all. I hated the mustache. It made me my nose itch. I had hair in my mouth, hair in my nose. So I will say this, on days I don't shave, I'm going to go find a guy with the mustache because it's obviously not going to matter. <laughs> the, the bad part about that mustache is you couldn't snort lines of coke off some chick's ass with it. What? <laughs> Just throwing random shit out there. Oh my I God. thought you went to do a line in the bathroom. I do not do drugs. On weeknights? Any, ever. The funniest part of the costume, if no one's seen it, online is she was a strong woman so i made her a thousand pound dumbbell out of styrofoam and then the cups of her bra at first i put 500 pounds and then i got to thinking about it i'm like oh these are implants so i put 500 cc and everybody got a big kick out of that except one chick who pissed me off there's always a karen in the group isn't there yes she walked up to me and said oh well mine are um, bigger than 500 cc's and if you had 500 cc's then you would understand because mine are so big. I was nice the first couple times she said it, but then by the third one, I said, bitch, I have big boobs. It's like, it's a fucking bra at a costume party. Calm down, Karen. Yeah. There's always that one. I will say this, though. Some of the costumes were so creative because 
everyone did a really good job at taking whatever, like let's say they went and bought the costume out of the package. Then they changed it. They made it their own. Every single one of them. There was multiple lions, but they no one looked the same lion. Like it was just, it was such a fun theme. So I know people are always looking for themes. The carnival big top theme was definitely a good one to do. There were no scary clowns, which was nice. Now There, there were, was clowns. No scary ones. <laughs> I might have done some of these clowns. <laughs> it, it got me thinking. There was a gypsy fortune teller with a crystal yep. ball. Now she was going to tell my fortune, and she was like, I need to rub your balls. Now, unfortunately, I have this recurring theme in our podcast as well, that I have a tendency to nick my balls shaving. <laughs> I was shaving the inner part of my thigh to wear my little booty shorts, and I have one of those double-sided razors, four on one side, one on the other, and I managed to fucking nick one of my nuts before the event. So we finally got it quit bleeding. She's like, oh, I want to rub your balls. And I'm like, uh, you can rub one of them. The other's a little tender tonight. You're going to have to go get waxed or something. Yeah, it's time, as much as I hate to. I will say, though, for me... I love the theme. We met a ton of new people. We got some new numbers in our yes. hopper for hookups, too. Yes, and I would even say we had good quality conversations with a lot of people. But the vibe was off for me, and I don't know what it was. They had music. I mean, they're, I can't pinpoint. The only thing I can think was, I don't know that they were all newbies. I don't know... If they were all just looking for hookups, it was just a weird vibe. The Halloween party we went to was a blowout, and I think that's what you and I have maybe narrowed it down to is we're comparing it to Halloween, which is swingers know Halloween, New Year's, and let's just say Mardi Gras are pretty much the big three for parties. We're comparing this hotel party to the Halloween one, which it didn't quite equal up. It was a good time. It wasn't a great time. Like you mentioned, a lot of people seem to be going to bed early or there would be 10 people in a hotel room just hanging out, not doing much. And the one before, there was all sorts of partying and nonsense going on in the hallways. This one just didn't have that big feel to it. You know what? I ju- when listening to you, I just figured it out. It was the St. Patty's Parade earlier in that day. I oh. bet people went and they were drinking all day and they were tired that night. They had the green beer flu? Yep. I, I, I bet it is too, come to think of it. I, that's, that is it. That has to be it. They didn't pace their self. <laughs> but we did, so fuck them kids. So towards the end of the night, we decided we would start something new. We went down to the hot tub. We snuck down there. Because you know the pool's always close at 10. So this was like, I don't know, midnight, 1, 2 in the morning. So we sneaked down there and we started a group hot tub adventure. I think we started an orgy. And then I think we <laughs> snuck out when all the dicks started and vaginas started coming out. I know everyone that came after us like had no clothes on and then it got all like water was overflowing everywhere. It was getting hot in there for sure. Well, it was a hotel takeover, but we're like, okay, we're still at a vanilla hotel. This isn't naughty New Orleans. This isn't the nude resort. So we're in swimsuits and then everybody else starts walking out there at one in the morning and starts shucking clothes. We're like, okay, we're overdressed for some weird reason. We're thinking we're all, you know, covert sneaking out there by ourselves. And then everybody else just came down like it was no big deal. We're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. The vibe of the crowd was a little weird in the hot tub at that level. <laughs> I just think this was, I don't know what to say about it. It was just, it was a weird group. So not bad on anybody, but no. we're kind of looking around. Nice people were like, I think we need to leave before we get in something we don't want. Well, and I mean, they were good looking people. There was, it was just, it was, I don't know. It was just a weird vibe. I can't analyze this anymore than what I have. So let's move on to some of our upcoming events. <laughs> If we haven't beaten you over the head enough about it, Podbash is coming up September 28th through 30th. Don't you talk yet. 
Please book and reach out to us because you are going to have a blast, an amazing time. Amazing. Amazing. Flamazing. As the tagline goes, this is just a fucking party. We got zero classes. What it is is just a bunch of fun fucking people that are ready to throw down. So, babe, give them the lowdown where it's held this year. It is in Vegas. Wait, why does your note says Vagus? Is because I was watching TV talking to you when I wrote. It. And the bad thing is, is I literally was writing it and I said, oh, I just spelled Vegas wrong and started laughing. This is Vagus. <laughs> we're, we're having this in Los, Los Vajayjay. Los Vagus. You might lose your Vajayjay this year with all the action. <laughs> I knew I spelled it wrong. <laughs> I was like, Vagus, what the hell? Anyway. Let's talk about some of the places that we're going to go while we're there. In Vagus? In Vagus. <laughs> I can't even throw out my accent on that one. This year, the off-site parties will be held at Flirts, Playhouse LV, and the Palomino Strip Club, which you haven't been to Palomino with me before, have you? No. It'll be fun. They've got big things planned. In addition to that, we'll be having the normal room crawls, room parties, poolside parties, poolside games. I, I just can't freaking wait. We got where we're not repeating stuff, but this is one that's a must-hit for us. You know, and I have to admit that I would recommend this to a lot of the newbies. Because this is such an open-minded group, there is something for everyone and anyone. And like we said in our review of the last Pod Bash, people will fulfill their bucket list. We will, if we're not into it, we know someone that might be into it. And you'd be surprised. Like that one chick, she did, what, 15 things on her bucket list? Yeah, it's no judgment. I'd say if you have the balls to physically say it out loud, you can find somebody to do it with yes. or somebody will help you do it. Yes. Which is totally fucking cool. That's, that's a again, great group of people to be involved with. We're at the point where we text or message most of these people pretty frequently, either through the chat groups or Facebook or personal text. Again, these people have really become family to us and I just, I can't recommend it enough. Yes. Yeah, so definitely reach out to us if you're interested in going to Podbash because we would love to get you in our group that go because it is just an amazing event. Now, another event that we holds dear to our hearts, I guess you could say. <laughs> We're so fond of it. Go ahead. Is Naughty in New Orleans coming up in July. We are going to be ambassadors again. We're going to put the ass in ambassadors once again. So, but this year is going to be an exciting year. So we hope to see everyone there too. It's actually their 25th anniversary. That's crazy to think it's been going on that long. I remember reading about this event before we actually went to it, which got me interested. I remember telling you, hey, there's an event in New Orleans. Looks pretty big, needless to say. Yes, and thousands just, of people. We just we have more adventure stories from that than I think anything we've ever been to. It is something to see if you've never been. Now, kind of going with our nerd side, one thing we always enjoy about it are the outfit nights. Last year we skimped a little bit. This year they're kind of hit or miss. Hit or miss? Okay. You're not thrilled about them? Silver night. Yeah, that 25th one. 25th anniversary, that's why it's oh, silver. I was going to ask you what 25th meant, that's right. I know, see? We're coming up on our 25th anniversary, so Ooh. I better get that shit, what? You better get the latex paint ordered, I'm going to go as silver paint. Okay, you want as Tin Man from Wizard of Oz? A sexy one. Oh, fuck, I'm down. <laughs> Maybe I should put silver latex paint on you so you don't have to shave your balls. <laughs> the bad part is it would probably not come off then. I'd look like silver member. You might enjoy the peeling part. Yeah. It'll, it'll remove a testicle. They'll be like, what's this, what's this little bean-looking thing hooked to a pile of silver? All right, all right. Fucked you up now, haven't I? What are some of the other theme nights, Miss Flamingo? 
obviously, we do Mardi Gras because it's in New Orleans. Which is always fun. You get some sexy outfits there, but and we're just it's, like, it's re- redundant anymore. And there's a big variety, though, of yeah. what, you know. You can always tell the first-timers will go all out, and then the people that have been there a few times. Newsflash, if you've never been to New Orleans in July, it's fucking hot. Yes. You'll have swamp balls going on. <laughs> unless you rip them off or shave them off. Now, there's a heaven or hell theme. Now, that one I'm anxious for. I think that's one we're going to go big on. Because, you know, think about the possibilities. You can go red, white, or black, latex, leather. You could go bondage. as simple as just a little lace teddy oh, that's... with wings. Are you picking for me or for you? <laughs> Obviously you. <laughs> Obviously me. <laughs> to wear my pink patent miniskirt. Exactly. And the last one, I don't know if I'm underwhelmed on. Pirates and winches. What's your thoughts? I, I think you're underwhelmed on it because we go to a lot Ren of fairs. stuff. <laughs> Renaissance fairs and everything like that where you're like, oh, that's just like a Saturday night around my hood. Rawr, I'm a butt pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's Saturday night our house. <laughs> Fuck. Just because you wear tights around. <laughs> Robin Hood, men in tights, dancing around the house. Why does this take a weird turn every time you start getting involved? I know, right? I try to make it fun. So anyways. Well, one thing we wanted to throw out is if you do come this year and you, for some freak reason, know who we are or have figured out who we are, come fucking talk to us. We had a bunch of people last year that would be like, hey, I saw you work in the playroom or this and that and was able to identify you based on your voice or how you describe yourself or whatever. And they opted out not to speak to us. Don't fucking do that. We're even as ambassadors, we're there to be friends with people. Now, there's a rule. We have a rule of a no booty while on duty. But when we're off duty, hey, it's booty full from then on. Yes, definitely. So grab your Texas kids and say hi to us. We are planning something new this summer, though. We're going to go on a Florida trip with some friends. We've looked forward a long time to having friends we could road trip with. And a bunch of us started popping together the idea of skipping some events that cost a little bit more and putting that money elsewhere. And some of them came up with the idea of a road trip. And I think we're going to go the lower Gulf states. I think we're starting in New Orleans for a couple nights, going to party on Bourbon Street and stay right off Bourbon Street. And then we're going to Florabama and maybe even Destin. I think this will be a fun trip. We're excited. I think it's going to be good to break some of our habits and try some new things and, you know, get out of our comfort zone. Who knows? I mean, we've gone overnight with people, places, but not like a road trip, road trip. So this is going to be, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. I think we're picking up Miss KB and taking her from New Orleans to Florida in our car. So let me ask you this. How far along do you think it'll be before she asks, are we there yet? <laughs> She's going to be that kid. I know she can do three hours in the car. That's about the extent of it. <laughs> so everything from the three-hour marks, we're almost there. <laughs> we're going to have to give her something to zonk her out. <laughs> Bring her one of the CBD drug treats. Let's see if that'll help. <laughs> but that's going to be fun. we we got a great group going, and we're going to have some new adventures. Since we've been upping our hoe game lately and changing the way we do things, someone presented me with a question, and it's something you and I really have never dove deep into. How do we select our play partners? We talk about it a lot. We communicate about it. You know, in the vanilla world, you have to think about it. We're programmed for mates, for children, for wealth. You know, that's how we're programmed. But that's not how it is in the lifestyle. It could change. It could be, you know, what are our pickings for the night? What are our pickings for the day? What are we feeling? Let's spitball some ideas and dive deeper in this. Let's go with the first one that would be the most obvious. 
Do looks matter to you in the lifestyle? For me, I honestly say no. What? Yeah, because you ended up with me, so that's a perfect <laughs> example. <laughs> I actually go off personality. If you have a personality that draws me to you, we can be in a room full of people and I'm not going to go up to the prettiest person or the ugliest person, whatever. I go to the personality. Whatever the personality is, is where I draw to. What about you? Look at you. Crickets. Put me on the spot. <laughs> oh, that's God damn. That's hard. And when you ask it out, out loud like that, especially because everybody wants to fuck attractive people. But again, there has to be something between their ears and there has to be connection. But I'm also a human male, and I think that's how males are mentally programmed is they go for what they find visually attractive. So visually attractive to me could be ugly to somebody else, or it could be the most beautiful they've seen to the other. So it's that's all really uh, su- uh, subjective. I think watching you um, in a room of people, I've seen you go up to someone that I know is your type, even though you think you don't have one. You will go up and you'll talk to them. But I have literally seen you like in the conversation walk away because your personalities just did not click. And that's my personality. Peace out. <laughs> yep. But based on my types, if you're to look at my fucking Instagram feed, the size and shapes and colors of the girls vary all across the board. Yep. There, there is no if if it's a attra- if she's attractive, she's attractive, and attractiveness can be different things, and personality can be attractiveness. Yep, exactly. Let's talk about appearances. Do you think that someone's clothes matters to you? Because, I mean, let's be honest. The we're, girls get everybody naked? Yeah, and we're in the DFW. So we have Fort Worth side, which is more countryside. And then we have Dallas side, which is more, I don't want to say, they label side, I guess you could say. They're more into labels, maybe. There's a difference in the way country and the non-country. Yeah, there's a different culture between yeah. the Fort Worth and Dallas side. So when we go into both sides, does it matter what they're wearing? Does it matter their labels? Like what is... Uh, I'm going to say this. You can have fashion without spending money on it. Or it the price of the clothes don't matter to me, but are they well put together? Does that make sense? You don't have to spend a you know $1,000 on an outfit. You know, if Let's just say a girl had... You know, I'm going to say a, a fit girl. Let's just look at that. She's got something that's low cut. Uh, low slung on the belly, you know, shows a cute belly, cute lower back, nice butt. Let's just say bell bottoms and a half top, kind of like what you wore out on our date a couple weeks ago. That fits your body. It showed off without being super slutty. You might have bought it all at Walmart. I don't fucking know, but it was cheap. <laughs> yeah, so, but you look super fucking cute yeah. and caught attention. So on that aspect, clothes matter. Now, if, if you were wearing fucking sweatpants and a big frumpy oversized shirt, uh, that's not it, to me. That's not projecting but to you it's not because someone else finds that the sweatpants like they find that sexy sweatpants and maybe a tank top or something but that's not so it it, it's different okay it it, it does but to me that's not putting out what it it doesn't catch my eye so you've been in the bar scene long enough if you don't catch someone's eye right off the bat you may not get another shot you may have the hottest fucking body under that frumpy sweat outfit but if you're not showing it off then you've missed your opportunity yeah. A, a lot of, you know, a lot of visual is catching somebody's attention. I, I don't care about the price of it because ultimately I want them to be on the floor. Yeah. Somebody that tries to overdo it with, you know, somebody's bringing up how much they spent on a purse, a shirt, boots. Yeah. And that uh, goes back to the personality though, where that's a turnoff for that, me. That matters none to me. I, yeah. I'm not going to fuck your money. I'll I'm like, you. dude, why are you wasting? <laughs> why are you wasting that money? <laughs> your thoughts? What's your, what's your opinion on it? 
clothes don't matter to me. Really? You've heard the story, clothes make man, though. Do you not agree with that? No. You've never walked into a country bar and dude's well-dressed, you know, dressed like George Strait, nice press shirt, nice press slacks, nice cowboy hat, nice boots, and that didn't catch your attention. I look at him, but it doesn't mean I'm going to go up and talk to him. Like I said, it's how they carry themselves. If they're standing over there, they're well-pressed, and they're like, oh, I can't sit down because I don't want to wrinkle the starch, then I'm not going to go talk to them. Two twins look exactly the same, exact same personality. One's dressed in oversized sweatpants, tore up tennis shoes. One's dressed like George Strait. Which one gets your attention? Which one do you go home with? Exact same scenario except for the clothes. That would be a hard one because the personalities are not going to be the same. It's whoever. Uh, (laughs) So you're saying clothes carries over to personality? No. Well, they do in a way because like what you wear does make your personality a little bit. I like to wear rompers and... So so would frumpy clothes not tell you the personality doesn't care if they fucking... Uh, well, but you need to look at... No. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm drilling hard on this, so... Yes, yeah. and I think we're not going to agree because I like loose-fitting clothes, flowy stuff. You like to like for me to wear skinny stuff where it's skin-tight, and sometimes I don't feel as sexy in a skin-tight dress as I do in some of my other clothes that fit my body better. It makes me feel sexier in what I have on. So when you say, like, I wear an oversized sweater a lot, but it's it makes me feel good, so I'm I feel sexier. It's fair enough, and I can admit, even when we've gone to Billy Bob's, I'll see some of these younger girls dolled up, and they're literally having trouble walking. I'm like, okay, you look cute, but it's not sensible. No, and, and then and she's also, miserable. Also take that, I also take that that they're so worried about falling down that they are not having fun because they're focusing on not ending up there on their ass and looking stupid. So there, there is a trade-off for everything. Yep. Well, elaborating off those two, what about grooming? Does that matter to you? Apparently not, because we've been talking about it the whole episode. No, actually... I do like a good trim down. I mean, you don't have to be shaved, but at least under control trim because that just shows that you're going to take care of yourself. Let's say you catch an STI. If you don't groom, number one, you might not know of certain ones. And number two, it obviously shows that you're going to go and take care of that. I literally just made a face when you said that. Not going to show if it's shaved or not. Somebody online mentioned that cases of crabs aren't near as bad as what they used to be. Could that be because everybody shaving their pubic area could be yeah but now facial hair is back so it might (laughs) yeah well with that said going forward on the grooming part i've been growing a beard at your request over the last couple months and i'm kind of dynasty looking now i have a beard trimming appointment monday but this i don't feel like i'm putting my best foot forward Um, i've I've got a lot of compliments on it weirdly i'm getting more compliments from guys which is odd (laughs) but uh you know, everybody's like, your beard game's strong. I'm like, ah, thanks. I'm, I'm proud of that I'm at that level, but I'm also, I don't feel like I'm putting my best foot forward. You know, it's it's a little, we've been waiting on it to thicken up so I can get it shaped. I'm not as confident with it as I was without. I don't know, though. I just, beards are different. Beards are different. So a big duck dynasty beard doesn't bother you? To me, that I'm always just like, that's not your best look, man. It looks gnarly. And that's no, kind, of, kind of a little no, bit where I feel that, on mine. But that goes back to how you were raised, where you were raised with a family that, clean cut shaved yeah my dad to this day still shaves every morning yes where that's not that's not society anymore same as like tattoos and piercings are pretty much accepted in most professional businesses now i understand where you're coming from well i guess we haven't brought up what about bathed and deodorized and etc what's your thoughts definitely bathe definitely wear deodorant brush your teeth some of this just basic hygiene and common courtesy as well 
Yeah. You know, sometimes we'll be in a nice club and somebody smells like a fucking goat. And I know there are medical conditions, so I'm not knocking that. But it's these that you're like, did you really fucking bathe today before you came out to this? We've, we've smelled those. Hell, I smell those people in the gym. They actually have signs in our gym that it's like, hey, if you smell like a fucking goat, here's some free deodorizer. Or better yet, you know, bathe before you come up there. And I understand there are medical conditions and drugs, et cetera, that cause that. But, you know, if you, if you if you're just choosing not to bathe and smell like a fucking goat, that's a problem. Well, and it's kind of like this. I always say, if you're going to go eat pussy, then go wash your mouth out afterwards. Because <laughs> you come up and talk to me and you smell yeah. like pussy, I'm going to walk away. That's not putting your best foot forward. Yeah, you might be bragging about it, but uh, no. not everybody else wants to know where you've been. Ooh, here's one that we we ask a lot. I mean, we go back and forth on this. Does someone's play history affect or change your opinion of wanting to play with them? I want to say no, but I feel like it does to the point where now early on it definitely did. But now I'm like, I don't want to know. I just don't even tell me. I actually got slammed online two weeks ago for making that comment on someone's page. She actually said, I'm a little bit jealous. So if I know that you've played with other people and I'm realistic and know that you do, but she said, if I know you're out playing with other people, I probably won't want to play with you. And I kind of elaborated the same. I said, we we get slammed occasionally for saying, if we know who you've played with and we consider that person to us being ick or ooh, and again, we're being a little judgy, but it's it's real. But if, if it's someone that we would turn our noses up at, God, that sounds bad, we're probably not going to play with you. Chances are we're probably not going to play with you. And I, I got slammed. And, you know, people are saying, y'all are just fucking snobs. You should be accepting. And and I'm, I'm not judging anybody, but, you know, let, let's be honest. We all have standards. Even if you're a bed notcher, there's probably people that you'd be like, I absolutely won't touch. But if we're wanting to play with you and we've known that you played with these people that 99% of the other people won't, wouldn't even consider, uh, you're going to be out. And I, I got lit up for it and I, it, I'll, I'll, well, own, I'll a, own it. And it's a hard conversation because what we say no to might not be what the next person is saying no to. And that's what people don't understand. It's not a universal don't like these people. I'm just saying like... What we say no to isn't what everyone else says no to. So I just personally do not want to know who people play with. We don't tell people who we play with. I mean, obviously we do a little bit, but we, but you guys, we don't, we don't do any of that on the podcast. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not contradict ourselves. No, I will say though, most people don't realize who we do play with and who we don't. Even, even with our stories. So, yes. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's hard. I mean, we've grown over the years over this topic, but is one that is probably one of our weaknesses. I will say that. Do you feel that's fair? It's really not fair. because So, so should we change? We are changing. And that's what I'm saying is that we slowly are changing over time about that. This may be one we just agree to disagree on. Yeah, it's, it, it, we it, don't every, agree on everything. No, so. everybody's got their own personal journey, so it, it, that's what it's about. I mean, we obviously don't even agree on the clothing situation. <laughs> and we don't have to. We don't have to. No. We, we find a compromise, and that's how it works. You wear your frumpy sweaters, lady. <laughs> and I will still pick up someone. <laughs> God. So let's talk about something else that we don't agree on. Go for it. <laughs> We're going to have a big discussion on this one. Go. Yep. Do you have to like the other partner of the person you're playing with. So let's, let's just use um, Jane and Dick. So do you have to like Dick? <laughs> no, we can't use that. That's bad. You're gonna, do I, <laughs> damn. Here, here we go. Wait a minute. I don't even know how to say this. No, I don't have to like Dick for you to play with Dick. There we go. See, that, that worked. 
<laughs> and that does work. That fits. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I was just trying to come up with some generic Jane names. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get let's get real for a minute. We we've had this before. We had a couple we were trying to hook up with, and me and her hit it off good. You and him hit it off good. I don't dislike the guy. I just you were talking to him one night, kind of making out, and I said something. I'm like, that guy's a fucking toolbox. I'm just there. He's not, never done anything bad to me. I you know I think he's a respectful guy, but he is a toolbox. He's borderline douche. He's a toolbox. And you popped off and you said, oh, "You're not gonna be the one sucking his dick, are you?" I said, "Well, no." Exactly. So, and you said, "Well, there you go." And I and I will say this: I don't like every girl you play with. There's some. There's some that I'm just like no, and it doesn't happen. Then I'm not but playing. Then I'm not playing with them. So no, it's but a there's scenario. some that I. Uh-oh. I tolerate them. Let me put it that way. Break out the popcorn. Hell, I don't even know where to go with this one. Yeah. It's it's hard. All that I want is, from I, my side, a, a little bit of common courtesy. Now, if, if a dude's a dick to me, it's not going to happen. No, I mean, and you same, should same be you. able... You're, yeah. you're not going to have a girl that's a bitch to you, and I'm not going to play with her. That's, that's no, a cutoff. No, and you should be able but, to say no and have those, those moments where you're like, no, there's something. I don't like her. There's a veto here. But... You're not going to be BFFs with everyone you play with. Exactly. But by the same token, I would like for most of our partners to be someone that, hell, you go out on a whiskey night with, or, you know, I chat with these guys and we hang out and, you know, drink beer. And, you know, we went out on a uh, lunch date with a male half of a couple and we had a good time. And you left and he and I sat around and drank for a little bit longer because you had to get back to work. So there's that nice connection. But do I need to be BFFs with all of them? No. And I'll I'll be on agreement with that. But by the same token, there is going to be a little bit of level of respect. You're not going to be in bed with somebody that I'm like, I don't like that fucker. That's it's not going to be a go. No. And that's where I say you you should be able to have that veto in there. Okay, let me see if you'll spill the tea. Could you rate your top five partners, sexual partners? Honestly, no. Why not? I, for me, this was something that was put in my head growing up. This kind of comment is like, let's talk about dick size to me. You just don't do it. So you can even sit there in your head and say, okay, these are the best five guys I've had in your fucking head. No. It's fucking bizarre. I think different though. You can, right? Yes and no. One day I was, you know, I was just on the road and I was kind of thinking, you know, of some of the experiences we've had and I was thinking, okay, who, who would be my good ones and who would be my bad ones? And, you know, I could kind of top half of the sweet 16 and bottom half of the sweet 16 or whatever, but I don't know if I could itemize them out one through five other, now, other, other than you, other than you, uh, and, and let's take you out of the equation. And but, here's something though. I'm going to say this is I don't want to know your top five only because natural jealousy will kick in and then if i see you over there with your number one i'm Uh, gonna be like oh fuck no you know what i mean like and it's not that i'm jealous but it it will naturally kind of creep in a little bit that surprises me coming from you that's even more like my response I, i couldn't see that coming from you no i just i just think that it's just something that for me i i don't know it's more private for me does that make i don't know yeah okay but let me let me expand on that a little further if it was really good, would you want to hear about it still? Yeah. No, I would hear about it, but, but I don't want to. But you want me to say she's the best I, outside no, of you. She's no, the best I ever had. I don't want to hear she is the best. She. Be, oh, wow. And it's, okay, it's like this. We have been with couples, and I hear you make comments like, oh, my God, you give awesome blowjobs or whatever. And I stop and pause and think, does he not think my blowjobs are the best? Like, why is he saying that about her? You know, like. It's a natural reaction, and I don't like that. Hmm. So does that mean I have to change what I say during sex now? 
No. I want to be aware of what you're saying. We've never had this conversation like this. So I've never been aware that that was an issue. So we'll probably need to talk. <laughs> no, we'll probably need to have a real talk. I mean, it's, it's something that I've never. I mean, it's kind of like this, though. If I said, oh, my God, you eat pussy the best. Would you not be like, wait a minute, what's he doing? I'd be like, Am well, I good? I'd be like, what the fuck do I need to learn? Cause yeah. I mean, seriously, though, it's just uh, one of those like, wait, what? That makes sense. That makes sense. But I also, I also don't feel like we're one of these couples that's ignorance is bliss. You know, we played with some and I told her, I was like, you know, well, it played separate with her. I'm like, well, be sure and thank your husband since I'm not going to meet him. And she was like, oh, we don't really even talk about, you know, we don't talk about yeah. it. We kind of have no ask, no tell. And she had permission, but I'm, I'm kind of like, that's, that's weird. That, that doesn't. Yeah. No, that's, that's a different scenario. I feel like. I think that going back to the original question, could you rate the top five people? I say no, I don't. I, for me, each one's an experience. Do I have some that, you know, it's like an ice cream. You go and you, you know try what all these. You know what your flavor is that you like to go back to, though? I guess that's where I'm wanting to go. But with me, I like to try the different ones. I'm not going to keep going back. I'm not a creature of habit, and you should know that by now. That's why when we go into Baskin-Robbins, they're like, bitch, it's only 32 flavors. We don't have any more in the back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, fine. Just give me the one with the rum. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't. I guess the other thing is, you know, and that may not be a fair question. I, I had somewhere I was wanting to go with it, but it's. I guess it's not really competition. No, I, I think that where you're probably wanting to go with this is, let's say your top five. Is there a pattern to your top five? There's where I was kind of going with this. Is is there a common feature amongst your top five? Is it you know, is it dick size? Is it performance? Is are it they longevity? All tall or are, are they, they all yeah. short? Yeah, you know? that's that's kind of what I was wanting to get out of this. Is you know is is there a recurring trait amongst play partners that? So let, let's just roll with that that idea since we're kind of focusing on it. Now I feel like in the lifestyle, this is where I'm going back to um, change up your mindset because let's say. You're into tall, tall people, but, and you've never really been with a short person or you've been with one or two, I'm short. You never know what you're missing out on. You know, like you need to expand it. Try it. Try something new. Don't always do the same thing. Lingering on the performance bit a little bit. Have you ever been in a play situation where you just didn't feel like you put your effort in, where you were just, where you were being a pillow princess? Yeah, for me, I would say I really try not to be. So you, you give 100% on every play interaction. I try to, and I'm going to tell you why, because it goes back to early on when I first started having sex. I literally had a guy that supposedly he was so awesome. So we snuck out from lunch and we had sex and I literally was a starfish and I did nothing. And he went and told everyone in the school that I was a dead lay. And so ever since then, I have done everything I could. Like, it scarred me. So I am not a dead lay. I feel like. I hope not. Please tell me if I am. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm not going to tell you now. So I'm peeling all sorts of layers of the onion away that I don't, uh, that I might be in trouble for. Yep. How about you? What do you think? Do you give? I, uh, yeah, I do. And, you know, I'm always from the mindset of I'm more worried about her pleasure than mine because I get pleasure from giving pleasure. But, you know, there have been some where we weren't compatible when we actually got in bed. And, I, you know, I just, I felt like I was a stunt fuck. Um, you know, fucking like, a, you know, the one we're talking about in particular, I felt like I was fucking like a rabbit. And we said that about both of them. So, fuck, I was just in and out motion, 100 miles per hour, and that, that wasn't my best. Okay, we're going to change kind of our topic for a minute. 
you molded to how she had sex, though. Why didn't you put on your best performance? That's a good question. I, I feel like I was trying at first, but it kept going back to hers. And again, I want to give pleasure, and that seemed to be what she was into. So I don't know. That's a hard one yeah. when you flip it like that. Yeah. I think the best example of that is I think back to sex with me and the first wife. We didn't have bad sex by any means, but I was thinking, you know, I was probably at fault for, you know, what I'd consider now some of the shortcomings. I would say there's a difference in my sexual identity and sexual IQ here at 50 than it was at 20. I'd say I'm much better now at 50 than I was 20. You know, I, I know I definitely didn't last as long um, back then <laughs> as I did now, which is, which is a good trait and would probably work better for her. So it's one of those deals where, you know, think about the sex between her and I was good, but it could have been amazing. You know, I have to shoulder part of the blame on that. So, you know, that's kind of where I was going with that. You know, is, is something you've done, you know, you ever felt it shortcomed the situation? If, if anybody was to say we had bad sex, would you be like, yeah, that's probably in part my fault. I could I could on the one couple that we fucked like rabbits. I mean, yeah, no, I, it, it was just an in and out for me. It, with, it wasn't. Yeah. With that said, I always tell people the first one you're trying to figure each other out that you should always try to have sex twice because the first one, you know, she could have been. You know, had, had a bad, anything could have happened. Yeah. She'd... And so the second time, if it's the same way, then you're just not a match. And that's what it boils down to is you're just not a match. So, you're not compatible. So as we're tagging them, our fuck like rabbits couple, would we play with them again? I think we would probably, you and I would probably try it a second time to see. And then if it was the same. If nothing changed. And yeah. We, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to change my game to adapt or make, get what I wanted out of it. I, I always think that. That's fair. I know some are one and done. Occasionally we played with people that are one and done just because that's the way it worked out. But okay, good thoughts. Going back to preferences for just a second. Are you looking for the same type of partners as me? I know some people are like, we only want 40-year-olds that are six six foot tall, fit, abs, blue eyes. Do we fall into that mold? Do we have a, you know, do I pick a Barbie doll looking girl? Do you pick a we bald, bald we, middle-aged white guy? I mean, We what, definitely yeah. don't. And that's what, uh, we get this a lot. Actually, people will come up to us and say, oh, well, I'm not your type. And I'm like, because they'll look at you or vice versa. And I'm like, no, like our first spouses are nothing like what nope. each other is. Nope. And so I said, you know, I don't think that in the lifestyle we look for a type. And I don't think you should because you don't know what your chemistry with someone is going to be. It's just an adventure. It's just something fun. Do you think that other people, when we go up and talk to a couple, do you think they know our types or do you think they stereotype our types? I think they, I think they do stereotype, like I just said. But then when they get to know us, they realize real quick that we don't have a type. <laughs> it goes back to that we're looking for an adventure and you got to wow our interest. I, and I guess with types, that's less looks and more personality and everything else you bring to the table. Charisma, attitude, et cetera. Yeah. Let me run this by you and let's see if I can make sense of what I'm saying here. Let's say we're looking at a two-by-two play situation, which again is our preference. Let me just set up the example. We've got a new couple. We're both super attracted to them. They're, it's vice versa. It's an easy fit. Now there's another couple we're talking to, two-by-two situation. You and him are hitting it out off great, super attracted to them. I'm attracted to her, but I'm not wowed by the personality. How do you and I negotiate through that? Again, this isn't going to be, a, you know, you go off and play with him. Let's let's take that one off the table. But how, how do you sell through that? I, I think Let, this, how, how, do you, how do you convince me to go ahead and just play with her? I'm not going to convince you. That's how I feel. Wow. Okay. I So it's a, it's a done deal? No. I think you don't take one for the team. I think that this, we get this a lot. 
because a lot of people are like, oh, that four-way connection is hard. So here is my solution, and this is what I'm really trying to drill in a lot lately, is in this scenario, you're not really interested in the wife. I feel like they do play separate, and we know that. Then that's where we try to bring in, hey, you know, I will try to talk with him and see if there's another female that he would want to bring in for you or you want to bring in. And I think that that's where people need to get out of their head that the four-boy connection has to be couple-couple. It could be literally four different people. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's that's hard, though. That adds a new layer. Well, I think there's a lot of people that say it, the four-way connection's hard, so they play separate. So I think that it would be easier than you think. I don't know if we covered it, but when you're at Naughty New Orleans, we had a couple that we were talking to, and they popped up and were interested in us and they were both super good looking uh, me and her were hitting it off really well he was super buff and you know but he made weird faces and that was kind of yeah, your that was about this. that was kind of your killers you're like i can't imagine that dude taking me from behind making these weird ass fucking faces for whatever reason he did it maybe it was a medical condition we don't know but you're just <laughs> like I, I can't do it so you know i was asking you like he, he's good looking he's got a personality but you're like yeah but he makes these weird fucking yep. faces then it's one of those deals I couldn't, you know, I couldn't convince you. Well, just close your eyes and pretend like he's not. So <laughs> no. there was there was no negotiation, and we didn't push You're any not, further. Yeah, I, I don't take one for the team, and I don't expect you to. But like I said, I think that in the lifestyle, so many people play differently that you and I feed off each other's energy in the same room. So if I'm if knowing that that other couple doesn't necessarily play together, that we could bring in someone else, or we bring in more than just two. Like we bring in another couple where maybe the guy is interested in the wife and then you're, you know what I mean? Like do a different change up. That's a good idea too. Sure. There are no set rules. It's what you make of it. I think overall on this, how do you pick a partner? I think the communication between you and your partner about your needs and your wants is the most important and in picking your play partner. You know what I mean? Like it's. You also got to be open enough in your relationship to have honest talks. Yours will vary like mine will. In my Instagram feed of attractive women varies from one extreme to the other. If you had an Instagram feed full of guys, I'm sure it would be everything from you know hairy to big to tall to muscular to whatever, and you know they they would be just as as varied. So, but having a good idea on from our aspect of personality, you know, when I'm talking to a guy and I'm like, okay, this is a charming motherfucker, average looking, Kimmy's gonna like him. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm, you know, I'll be like, okay, this is a super good looking motherfucker, but he's got the personality of a shoe. Kimmy's probably not going to dig him. Nope. I mean, he, he's full of himself. He's not going to make her laugh. And so I, I know from that aspect what you're looking for. Looks, if they got a good personality, I'm going to introduce you to them. I'll let you decide on looks from there if it's something that you want. Yeah, exactly. Picking girls for me, how do you go about it? If you were to meet a girl, what, what would make you go, okay, Lee needs to meet this woman? If I like her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but line, line them up, babe. Just let me know. No, um, I have an idea of what you like. Um, you like a stronger personality. and um, it, it Probably if she cuts up with you and picks on you, you're like, oh, here's one for my husband. Yeah, no, and so I, I think that I, if she has a stronger personality, I will gear her towards you more. Or I'll be like, oh, you know, come meet this couple, see what you think, and then we just kind of go from there. Good stuff. Now, while we're on the topic, let's do a flip side of this because we do get this question a lot and we've mentioned it here and there, but I don't we, know. We, we have to live it occasionally too. Yeah, but I don't know, um, doing a full episode over it, 
I think we'd be beating it. So on the flip side, how do you turn down a play request? I change my name and move out of state. <laughs> right? That's how <laughs> no, we feel no, sometimes. No, no, blowing glaze. I'm sorry. You don't know me. I guess for me, I mean, it's kind of you have to weigh the situation, I would say. Yes. And I think the real question is, is, is this a never, a no, we are not going to play ever kind of deal? Or is it in the future a possibility that you could play, but maybe it's just situation is a no? Yeah, let's take it from there. There, there are different aspects. Are we killing it or are we shelving yeah. it? And so we always say leave it open-ended if it, it does have the possibility, wouldn't you say? Where, hey, we just are not going to play right now. And I say that because it could be I ate too much food and my belly hurts. I am drinking too much, so I'm not going to put on a good performance. I I got fired from my job today. There's there's real life things that can carry yeah. over into this that, fuck, yeah, you're hot, you're attractive, it clicks, just today's not the day. Yeah. And there may be some stuff that you may not want to, you know, I got fired today. I may not want to tell you that because I haven't absorbed it yet. My family's not got to hear it yet. So it may not be something I want to introduce to a possible play partner. I may not want to burden the fucking play partner with it as well. Yeah. Or like this last month, I didn't want to play with anyone because I might break down, start crying in front of them, you know, just mentally not there. So I do feel like, you know, you need to really look at yourself first before you reject them. Why are you rejecting them? You know, like, is it, a never or is it just my situation and go into the mindset that when you get your response of what their response is also well first what is your answer I guess let's tell people what is your answer when we're not compatible with someone what do you tell people how do you say if there is a possibility what do you say if we're wanting to hit it eventually in the future or might I just say you know, I just don't think the timing's good yeah I can leave it as something that simple if we want to elaborate why the timing's not good that's fine I, I do believe if, if it's a no, nipping it in the bud and calling it quits, not wasting anybody's time. But Because they might come back tomorrow and be like, all right, is today good? Yeah, if, if it's a no and you say, well, maybe some other time, I'm going to hit you up every fucking time. Is it today? Is it tomorrow? It's So I don't want to go through that circle of nonsense. Yeah. And I mean, and just be honest, say, hey, we're just not a good fit. If it's actual, it's just not going to work out. We say, or we play, we're just, we play differently. We have said that a few times. Now, let me ask you another question. This one we debate. We have here lately. Do you tell people why? Uh, no. I agree at and the moment. I, I don't want to know why either. Now, why I turned you down could be a number of reasons. You could be super attractive. We could be into you. But you, you might have played with somebody we don't like. Um, there I don't, you go. I don't want to necessarily have to tell you that. Um that you know, I would almost hate to hear that myself. Well, we would play with you, but you play with so and so. And part of me is going to be like, "Well, fuck you." I, I play with who I want. So if you're going to judge yeah. me on that, and again, that goes back to that. Yeah, story. Yeah, that goes vice versa too, though, because yeah. we get that people say, "Well, you played with this couple, and we don't want to play with you." Fair enough. That's that's your you're missing out, not us. Yeah. Um, and fuck you if you're going to judge me for. And there, there, there. I'm being contradictory to what I said earlier, but fuck you if you're judging me for who I played with. By the same token, I don't want to. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. We propositioned a couple that reached out to us on Facebook recently. We met them at an event. They sent us a friend request, bounced a few messages, and I said, hey, y'all are attractive. We'd like to maybe catch up with drinks. They came back and said, hey, you seem like nice people, but I don't think it's going to be a fit. I said, okay, thanks. I'll see you around. You know, let's not let's not make it weird when we see each other out. Yeah, human now, side, you want to be upset. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Part of me wanted to get angry, but I'm like, okay, we turned down people, and they they did us a polite thing by just being nice about it. Hey, we don't think we're going to be a good fit. They didn't insult my looks, my intelligence, 
hell, it could have they could have turned me down because of stupid shit I say online. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yes. The, yeah. <laughs> that that could be fair. That could not be fair. But I, I've said it. I'm gonna own it. It could have cost me something. But I'm also you know more I think about it, hell, it's it's not uh, affecting my self worth or my value. The next person may jump at it. I may be the best they ever had. But and those people may be missing out. But yeah. just I, I don't need to know. So. We, we used to get that early on from some people. Why'd you turn us down? Why don't you want to? And that puts you in a fucking bad situation. Yeah. You know, then do you be honest or you just be like, hey, it's just, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. At that point, I'm like, you're being annoying. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the reason why you're being a pain in my ass right now. Now, here's another why that um, I think this happens more than people want to admit is friend zoning. People turn people down because, and this is, this goes both ways on here. Good and is, bad. You turn them down because your friendship, you value your friendship and you don't want to ruin your friendship. Or we have met where people only play with their friends because the chemistry is so good. So, I mean, that's kind of hard. We, I, but we, I I think people friend zone more than they want to admit. We have seen friendships ruined once they did have sex. Let's be honest on that. Something got Somebody got, you know, they were friends. They finally decided to play. It was good. But then one of the couples started getting jealous and the other couple decided to go out with another friend that weekend. It caused a big drama. We've seen that. And then we've seen situations where they've never played, but you know, there's a lot of sexual tension and that's fine. Yeah. I think that when you turn someone down, you can use the, our play style doesn't match. The situation is just not a good situation that we're in. We don't play at big events or clubs. So we just say, oh, we don't play here. Let's schedule a time. I think it's time to wrap this up for sure. For me, I guess a review of everything I think you need to look at what you're wanting and you're wanting to try. I think communicate with your partner about what you're wanting to try. And, you know, if you're rejected, don't take it to heart because it just might not be the right situation. And you don't want to have a bad time anyways. And I'm going to say this. I wrote this down, so I want to read it. Be open to being rejected and reject like you want to be rejected. Oh, that's so philosophical, babe. I love you. That's why I had to read it. I know. Because <laughs> you wouldn't be able to remember it. I would have fucked it up big time. <laughs> so what else we got for him today? That's it. Like we always say, let's go flamingo. Peace out. Thank you for listening. Please reach out to us and let us know your thoughts. If you're interested in reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SwingingFlamin1. We are on Instagram as Swinging Flamingos. We can also be found on Facebook as Swinging Flamingo Podcast. Be sure and check out all the other great shows on Full Swap Radio. And be sure and grab our sexy merch available on FullSwapShop.com. And as always, let's go Flamingo! I don't want to say a, a a group. I'm trying to go there with the hot tub. We started a, I don't want to say a group orgy. <laughs> we started, we just snuck out for our dick. That's funny. Yeah, we started a group orgy and we snuck out when everybody started whipping their shit out. <laughs> oh. This year, the offside. The offside. <laughs> the offside. Are you still drunk from last night? I guess so. <laughs>